0: Get over it, un-fucking-believable. kasba Rants, let's go. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers, welcome back to another edition of kasba's Rant. I am Cole, I am kasba or part thereof, and I'm here to rant and let you know my opinions, views, and otherwise. And hey, just like every show, before we start... Remember, do you think my rants are full of shit? Send me an email. Let me know. Tell me how wrong I am. If you think my rants are dead spot on, fucking send me an email. Let me know. I want to hear about it. Or if you want to hear my opinion on a certain topic, send me an email. That's right. You can email me at k s b h at com to get stuff going. Also, we want to give a shout out again to our sponsors, our good friends at ASN Lifestyle Magazine, Dot com 3 million subscribers can't be wrong smart swingers read and also fullswapshop.com you listen to the shows you read the mag be a big fan and buy the swag that's right uh, fullswapshop.com you can get the merchandise for crazy truth front porch swingers kinky frame of mind the naked relationship asn lifestyle magazine the, the uh, swinging flamingos uh, and so much more check it out today anyways alright let's get on with the show shall we do we get a good picture of me with my eyes open this time? Okay, awesome. So, today, the show, now I always say, you know, send me an email. Let me know if you want to hear me talk about something And my headsets. I can't get my headsets all fucking adjusted. There we go. They, if you want to hear me talk about something. I got a lot of requests the past couple weeks. Uh, to do a top to talk about lifestyle businesses, and because people know it's near and dear to my fucking heart, and obviously if you've listened to any of my shit, watching any of our tweets, you know how I feel about bullshit, uh, and bullshit businesses and lifestyle, and so you know what, I am more than fucking happy to spend this evening, which is going to be you're going to hear this podcast. It comes out on November 22nd. That'd be Sunday tomorrow, and I am more than happy to talk about lifestyle businesses, uh, a little bit, and I can already tell you what the name of this fucking rant's going to be. It is demand more from lifestyle businesses. Pretty cut and tried. Pretty fucking simple. Pretty basic goddamn concept. You know what? For those of you that don't know, for those most of our listeners are here in the United States of America, somewhere around the world. Congratulations. We love you, too. But for those of you that are in the United States of America, we operate on a system of capitalism. In case you don't know what that is, look at the fuck up. Uh, but capitalism, and it's a system of of where businesses like thrive or fail based upon whether or not their customers like their stuff, how they market, how they sell it, how they present it, how qualities, all those things. And a lot of people are going, well, there's all these definitions of capitalism. Fuck you. Let's just get to the basic point of this, shall we? Here's the deal. Uh, to maintain a business and to have a successful business, there's a couple things you need to have. Number one, you need to have customers. You need to have a customer base. You need to have people that are going to want to come in and buy your product or buy your food or pay for your service. To get those customers, there's two ways to do it. One way is to provide a quality product or a quality service and have people want to come back. The other way is to have a monopoly and have the only one out there to fulfill a need. Okay? Pretty simple. So for the longest time in the lifestyle... Because that's what we really care about as a swinging lifestyle is we know there's restrictions. We know there's all these different things. So to have a lifestyle business, truly like a swingers club. Okay, this is what we're talking about. Swinger events, swinger clubs, swinger bars, uh, swinger services, toys, whatever the case may be. Whatever you do with the adult lifestyle. Because for a long time, it was very limited. It was hard to get. It was so underground that the need to have anything quality wasn't there. Look, just the fact, thank God there was some place to go. Thank God there was a party to to go to. Thank God there was a toy. There was a sex swing. There was, you know, an event, whatever. Quality, quality got totally put to the side because we just, there was such limited access to things. It was so underground. But as time has went along, obviously still there's a lot of community swinger clubs, swinger parties, swinger activities still are somewhat underground. It's not mainstream. You're not going to see a lot of sign that says, hey, come the come fuck club or something along those lines. Right. But we know they're out there. There's way more events. There's way more businesses uh, that, that deal with lifestyle activities. Here's the thing with these activities. Okay, And it doesn't matter if it's a party, it doesn't matter if it, if it is a, uh, a, a club, and, and the reason I'm hitting on the main things, because the biggest things that are that people charge for, or the biggest things people know, are the big events like resorts, um, lifestyle swinger clubs, big parties, big events, obviously we do those as well, and then all the other toys and things along those lines. And the toys and those, those kind of speak for themselves, look, if you come out with a product and it sucks... You're not going to sell. It's pretty. It's pretty basic. Okay, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time worried about the toys and and that part. But what I want to talk about is the bars, the clubs, the parties, the events. Because here's the thing: anything to do with the adult alternative lifestyle—swingers, kingsters, BDSM, nudist, um, anything along those lines—poly. Those specific those. That, that type of business that caters to that unique demographic, our demographic, everything is more expensive. Why is everything more expensive? Well, partially because it can be. Partially because our vendors cost us more. Partially because there's just, you know, there's other added risk factors that go into having these events or having these type of establishments. Added things you need to do to provide for people's Safety. We'll leave that sit out there for just now. So we have become accustomed in the adult lifestyle. We have become accustomed all over this country, all over the world to pay huge fees to get into doors, to to, to have membership fees, huge fees to get into parties and events, huge fees to participate and go to activities. And we have been trained to, to do this and... For the longest time, we were trained to just be glad we had anything to go to. But times have changed, except that we still pay way more for anything that's lifestyle related. And the expectation is, is that we still shouldn't demand, and I do mean demand quality. And there is where the problem lies. And that's what the rant is all about. At what point in time if you pay 40, 50, 60 to 70, 100 dollars a couple to go to an event, shouldn't you expect more than just walking into a morton building and and some some red solo cups and you know a shitty fucking boombox playing some music? Shouldn't you expect more than that? Well, fuck yeah you should. Shouldn't you expect more than the same old decorations year in part, same party Different year, same decorations. Yes, you should. Shouldn't you expect new activities, new events, new things to do? Shouldn't you expect safer parties, more security, less risk, less risk of, of being roofied, less risk of assault, less risk of being outed, less risk all the way involved? Shouldn't that be a standard in which you are? Should come to expect it is it should be, but it 's not. We currently still have the mindset as swingers in the alternative world to go, well, we you know, I know it kind of sucks, but it 's hard to have a club like that, and so you know at least it 's somewhere to go, really? why should you pay more to go to a, a place that 's dirty, dingy, gross, some place that you wouldn 't stay you wouldn't take your family? why would you go to a, 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 a bar or a club or a, a someplace that that uh, you wouldn't want to take your boss to if it wasn't a swinger to because it's gross and it's overpriced? Why would you want to take your why would you want to go somewhere and pay thousands of dollars to get in for a membership fee and then get double dipped substantially to go to certain events that are certain you know certain themes, cost more and get nickeled and dimed continuously. Why would you want to do that? Why do we continue to do that? Now, before we go too much further, let me put this out there. I'm a huge fan of events. We throw big events and there are costs associated with events. And at no point in time are we saying this stuff should be free. That's also not correct. Look, you get what you pay for. You need to have quality events. What I'm saying is that's the whole key is we need quality Quality events, quality places, quality uh, all the way across the board. And part of quality is not just the lip service of saying, we offer a safe place for you to come hang out. Not just the lip service of saying, we have uh, super fun and secure events. Not just the lip service of saying, there's no other thing like this. Lip service in the lifestyle is bullshit. And the, the reality of it, those of us in the lifestyle Like ourselves, like Crazy Truth, like all the other people that are vocal leaders in lifestyle, need to lead the charge in speaking out against half ass bullshit. There are some tremendous adventures that you can do in the lifestyle. You know what? And there's something that we can't wait to do. There's some really great, great companies out there that offer some great adventures. That they offer cruises, and I'm not going to say names because you know what, they're not sponsors. But but that offer cruises and offer resorts and offer a lot of different things. There's some great ones out there in the United States, around the United States, and all over the world. And yes, you pay. They are expensive. They can be. Two, three, four, five thousand, ten thousand dollars and up—they're expensive, but they are worth it, and they meet all those requirements in terms of a quality experience. They put your service and your experience as top priority. It's somewhere that's safe, both to to be at, and you don't have to worry about being outed. It's clean. It's top quality, top quality situation. There are parties that are thrown every year that are top quality parties and events around the country. Yes, they cost money, but they're worth every penny. What I am talking about is all the podunk bullshit motherfuckers floating around here, and they're all over the country from sea to shining fucking sea that are out here and just doing half ass shit. And the worst part is there's big events, and I've bashed on a couple of them already. Before and I'll bash on them again that especially during the COVID that talk about safety. Well, part of safety is fucking having an event that make sure you're not going to get possibly get a virus that will kill you. It's about making sure that you're not being outed. It's about not ripping you off just because they can. There was an event that went off, and I'm not going to say the name again because I'm sick of their bullshit and I'm sick of them saying their name, but the reality of it is that went off that absolutely fucked people, full fucking price, 800 fucking dollars, 800 fucking dollars, not including room, non-refundable for a fucking joke. And it's acceptable and it's, it's treated like it's okay. And here's the thing. Look, there are so many, There's some rich guys out there that have a bunch of money that have started some of these companies and they think they can just get away with anything and people will continue to pay it and do it. And it's time to stop. Look, if you have two restaurants that you can go to, okay, you have two restaurants. One of them is double the price of the other. That restaurant you go in, the food is the service is always shitty. The food always gives you food poisoning. It makes you sick, and it's just crappy. And the other place is cheaper, but the it's great service, great food, great whatever. Uh, you know, you love it. it, you have a good time, but you know, I don't know. It's 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 new or it's different. Why do we continue to go to the shit restaurant and support them? And we in the lifestyle we go well because they're their lifestyle and it's it's you know James and Jenny they've started it and they've been around forever so we should support them and we just go ahead and do that. They need to go out of fucking business. They suck. There's the reality. They suck. Look, we the the the, the 12 million swingers in the world we have this misconception that we don't have control. We're just happy to be able to be a part of stuff or do stuff. You have complete control. You have control with the most important, the most powerful, the most influential thing that you, you can do in the lifestyle where you spend your money. So here's the deal. Remember there was a time that, there weren't necessarily swinger clubs. People just got met at vanilla bars and had meet and greets and got together. They met at people's houses. This is all before the Internet, so they're, they're, I mean, they didn't even have that way to get a hold and get to know people better first. And they were able to find a way to meet with people. We can go back to that. So you can't use the excuse of, well, if we don't, if we don't do this, there's no other place to go to, then what are we going to do? You go old school. But quit giving your fucking money to people that don't give two flying fucks about you. We have seen this, and, and, and here's the part that just drives me fucking batty, absolutely apeshit insane, is that this whole fucking pandemic has exposed this 20 times more. It has exposed the level of fucking ass rapery that that some of the lifestyle businesses are willing to do. And it sucks, and it's bullshit. You know what? It's not easy for a business to survive right now. We all know this. Even vanilla businesses, obviously, this is this whole pandemic has fucked people royally. Whether you believe it or not, don't fucking care. That's neither here, here, or there. The bottom line is, it's fucked people, and it, it has taken and it has hurt businesses. But the businesses that survive are the ones that learn how to be creative. It's the same with the lifestyle businesses. Yet we watch and we see this on a nationwide level, these places that are just throwing any caution to the wind because they need to stay in business. They need to make their money at whatever the cost is to their people. We have seen events that have and parties from sea to shining sea again, that have made vanilla newspapers, vanilla press stories, because they were swinger events. And we know that that's titillating and that sells papers and that sells advertising that have been busted. But the bigger problem is what does that say about a business that goes, I'm going to put my interest in and I'm going to put the fact that I know you're desperate for something to do. I'm going to take and capitalize on that. I'm going to take And use that to my advantage to make sure I get ahead, even if it fucks you. You, the consumer. You, their fucking people that keep them open by paying their bills. We are seeing this coast to coast. And it's time to stop. Now I got based on some things that I'd said in the past, I've had places come to me and go, look, we need to be more supportive over all of other lifestyle things. You know what? It's time to quit using that as an excuse. If you're a leader in the community, whether you're a leader of a small group, a page, uh, whether you're an event planner, whether you're, whatever you are, it is time to quit using hiding behind the, well, we're all in the lifestyle. So we should all just no matter what, support each other and go with it. No, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. Just like you shouldn't support any shitty business, no, you shouldn't support a shitty lifestyle business. You should make a fucking stand. You should stand, huh? Yeah, you should never, (laughs) Miss Man had a great point. You should never take one for the team when you're fucking somebody. Why are you taking one for the team with a $100 bill each weekend? Quit it. Make a stand. Make a demand and say, hey, look, you know what? We'll go here, but... We want X, Y, Z. We have expectations of what type of quality this is supposed to be. You know, we have actually heard, and, and this just amuses the hell of me, I've heard uh, with, with you know, a lot of different lifestyle businesses talking to their attorneys and, and whatever about, you know, what, what, how the rules affect them and vice versa. Let me tell you something. A business has a lot of needs for an attorney, a lot of uses for an attorney, a lot of uses. Uh, just a shit ton. To be an honest and ethical, let me say that again, an honest and ethical and moral and morally correct business, you don't need a lawyer for that. You don't need a lawyer to tell you whether or not something is the right thing to do. We have a huge event every year, Crazy Winter Nights. We canceled it six months ago. We canceled it six months ago because you know what, it didn't make sense to have the event. We couldn't have an event that would have the quality of what people would come to expect. It wouldn't be able to have the number of attendees. It wouldn't be able to have the number of vendors at the vendor fair. It wouldn't have, be able to have the same type of of uh, educators there, all because of the pandemic. And to be perfectly honest, we really didn't know, would people at this point in time, would they have vacation times? Obviously, there's all these things. It What it amounts to is it would have been, in our opinion a subpar performance a subpar event which in turn would have equated to a subpar experience for each and every person that came to it so we made the decision based upon what was right for our customer excuse me our customers for our supporters which was to cancel that event now did that was that painful yeah it was we, a, number one, we love throwing it. We love that event every year. We get excited about it. It's a big deal to us. Number two, financially, did it hurt us? Sure it did. It's a huge event. Do we have a single regret going into what would be about a month and a half from when it normally would be? Do we have a single regret that we did it? No, not a one. Because you know what I don't have to worry about? I don't have to worry about seeing anybody leave my event going, wow, that was just lame. (laughs) That was so disappointing. Or worse, reading about somebody getting sick from my event. Money is not everything. In the lifestyle, it's not supposed to be. There are a ton of people, podcasters, event people, uh just regular people in lifestyle that say anything if you make money in lifestyle is completely wrong, that's horrible, blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. Money is money is necessary obviously to, to make events happen, whatever we get that. But as a community, as something more, as a level of trust that it takes to be in the lifestyle, and and the community it's supposed to be money should not dictate safety it should not trump safety it should not trump quality of experience but we each and every one of us have to make a stand we have to do something and say hey we're not we're not going to continue to to fucking pay for overpriced everything for underpriced experiences in life it's supposed to be under promise, over deliver. In the lifestyle community currently, it's overpriced and under deliver is what it is, and it's not supposed to be that way. And we all need to make a stand. Wherever you're at, wherever you're listening to this from, you need to make a stand and not support lifestyle businesses that provide under un, <laughs> lower quality events and activities. If we will each do that, if we'll make a stand as an individual things will change. And to those of us out there that are that are bloggers and that are podcasters and that are event planners and business owners, we have a responsibility to be leaders in the community by one, making a fucking stand and saying, hey, people need to clean up their shit well, actually, number one, we need to clean up our own door, front door first. Make sure your own patio is cleaned up and you're pro- providing the highest quality event, activity, club, whatever possible. Most bang for the buck. And then we need to demand that others do the same thing. And we need to quit encouraging and and uh, hoping and pushing and kind of bullying others to try to turn a blind eye to it. We need to be the one to shine the light on and go, we don't want the cockroaches in the building anymore. That's just the way it needs to be. That is just the way the lifestyle needs to change. And it's up to each and every single one of us to do it. Now, a lot of you, you won't listen to a word I said. Some of you will hear it and will get pissed. But I promise you this, continue to pay for shit and you will continue to get shit. Start demanding the best and you will start getting the best. This rant's over.